My name is A.B. Ridgeway. I'm the host of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things in My Mom's Favorite Christian Financial Advisor. And today, brothers and sisters, we're going to talk about debt. But we're going to talk about it a little differently than we've talked about it before. Typically, when two people meet, they go on a few dates, they start to ask important questions like, where are you from? How did you grow up? What do you like to do? And what are your plans for the future? But many times we don't ask important questions like, how much debt do you have? Do you have any plans to pay them off? And I know it might feel a little bit cringy, but someone needs to ask that question because it's very important. You meet somebody, you fall in love, and later on, once you get together or maybe you get married, you realize this person has $500,000 in debt and now you share that debt. That is almost a red flag. Is this person responsible with money or not? I know people don't want to have this type of conversation because money is supposed to trump love because love conquers all, right? But on that same token, if we have someone who, once again, is an outrageous spender, who doesn't want to pay back their debts, who don't even have any plans to pay them off, do we really want those people in our future? Do we really want to spend the rest of our lives with individuals who are going to make life more difficult because of their stubbornness? Because as Christian investors and stewards of God's wealth, we know that the debtor is a slave to the lender. And we don't want to spend the rest of our lives once again enslaved to debt, where we can't travel, where we can't enjoy the finer things in life, where we're constantly stressed about how we're going to pay off this debt, how we're going to pay our bills, is our house going to go into foreclosure, is our car going to be repoed. So today, I'm going to meet you somewhere in the middle. I'm not telling you if someone has outstanding debt that they shouldn't date them, that you shouldn't get married to them. But what I am telling you is that if you come across this important key factor of outstanding debt and they're willing to pay it off, I'm here to help you develop a strategy to pay it off so you can have the fairy tale story ending that you've always dreamed of, which is to live happily ever after. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the snowball technique versus the avalanche technique and we're going to give you a resource where you can calculate how long it's going to take to pay off your debts. And the first thing we're going to tackle, because Americans are over $1 trillion in credit card debt as of Q1 of 2023, we're going to teach you how to structure a payoff schedule for your credit cards. Now, there are two ways that you can pay off your credit card debt. There's the snowball technique, and then there's the avalanche technique. So you may be asking me, what's the difference between the two? Well, the names pretty much speak for themselves. The snowball technique is almost like having a piece of ice at the top of a mountain. Even though it's small at the top, as you continue to roll, the snowball picks up momentum and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger as it goes down to the mountain, eventually becoming this huge snowball that can take out anything in its path. The avalanche technique is where you take actually a large sum of snow and you throw it down the mountain. This is a technique that's going to save you the most money overall, but we're going to go over both of them and let you make the decision of which one that you prefer. So let's start off with a snowball technique. This is where you're going to take each one of your credit cards. So let's say that you have five credit cards, right? You're going to line these credit cards up from the lowest balance up to the highest balance. So just for easy numbers, if credit card number one has $1, credit card number two has $2, credit card number three has $3, credit card number four has $4, and credit card number five has $5, right? So you're going to pay off, regardless of the interest rate, you're going to pay off credit card number one, 
with the lowest balance. And then when you're finished with the payments, you're going to take the initial payment that you normally have for credit card number one, and you're going to add it to the payment for credit card number two. And you're just going to roll it into the next credit card. Once that credit card is paid off, you'll roll it into the next credit card, credit card number three. Then once that's paid off, you roll into credit card number four, so on and so forth. Now, one caveat to the strategy is this. You still need to make the minimum payments on all your cards at the moment. Many times I hear people say, I'm doing this snowball technique, but I still can't get out of debt. And when you look at their strategy, you start to realize that they have penalties and fees on all the other cards because they put all their money on the first card. That's not how we're going to do it. We're going to make sure we pay the minimum payments on all the other cards and put as much money on the lowest balance as possible until we get to pay it off. And once we pay it off, we're going to take that extra money and we're going to put it onto the next card and we're going to put it onto the next bill. So if credit card number two had a minimum payment of $2, we're going to keep that $2 minimum payment. We're going to add the payment of the dollar from the first card and add it to the second card. So now you're paying $3, $4 on that card number two. So what this does, this actually gives you like this psychological wins. And that's why the snowball technique is used in like Dave Ramsey programs, because it really makes you feel good to know you're paying down your debt and you're getting some things off. It makes you feel really good, right? And another caveat is that you want to consider not closing down that account because your credit score may be negatively impacted depending on how long you've had the card and how many other credit cards that you may have. So when you do get them down to zero, put them somewhere, you know, maybe cut up the card or something like that. But you still want that credit history because that is a positive on your credit score. You don't want to throw away all your hard work of saving and paying off that credit card, close it and your credit score actually drops. So for the avalanche technique, a similar principle applies. You're still going to pay the minimum payments on all your cards, but you're going to start putting all your extra money toward the principal of the card with the highest interest rate. The snowball is the lowest balance with avalanche is the highest interest rate. So if you have a credit card, one at 19%, number two is at 20%, number three is at 21%, number four is at 22%, and number five is at 23%, we're not going to start with credit card number one, we're actually going to start with credit card number five. Now, there are some calculators online. So if you want to know how long it's going to take for you to pay off your credit card, let's say credit card number five, you can Google this really simple. Just Google credit card calculator. And then you're going to punch in your numbers, your principal, your interest rate and the amount you're able to pay. So as the amounts change, you're going to change out these numbers and it's going to give you a date for how long it's going to take to pay off that credit card whether it's one year, six months, two years, or three years, or whatever it may be. But at least you're going to have a date. And my recommendation is, once again, every quarter or every six months, you're going to recheck. So how do you decide which one you should start with? Well, here are a few tips on how you should choose the technique, which may work best for you. So for the snowball technique, you may want to consider that if you have too many lines of credit open with similar interest rates, um, you have too many store credit cards with low balances and low credit limits. And three, maybe you want to set up a reward system for every time you pay off a card balance. Maybe you take yourself to get a massage or maybe you could take yourself on a small vacation. So here are some reasons why you may use the avalanche technique. You want to avoid paying as much interest as possible or you have high balance cards with high interest rates, which can accrue very quickly. Number three, saving money makes you feel better 
than seeing a zero balance. Some of us love to see zero balances. Some of us love to know that we're saving money. I am the love to know I'm saving money. It doesn't matter what's on the screen. It doesn't matter about how much money is going to stay in my pocket. So brothers and sisters, when you're choosing your potential life partner, you want to make sure that you are both on the same page when it comes to finances, acquiring debt, and how to pay it off. I hope that you learned something. If you have some further questions, you can always reach out to us at www.abrwealthmanagement.com. You can send us an email at info at abrwealthmanagement.com as well. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have about paying down your debt, questions that you may need to ask around debt management, the interest rates, what are the terms of the credit card, what is the balance, and also, once again, how to set up those projected dates. And since we're talking about relationships, I think our next episode is going to be about vital questions. Are you saving for retirement? And if you are, what is your preferred saving vehicle? So make sure that you subscribe, like, and share so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Well, that is it for me. My name is A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah One Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on its website and through other distribution channels. Elijah One Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Team podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.